Welcome to One Work Mama. This is episode 035, Reparenting Your Inner Child Through Its Disallowed Joy, Excitement and Fulfillment. Welcome, I'm your host, Clara Bade. One Work Mama is a journey of awakening through the raw, sometimes painful, always beautiful and definitely messy ride that is motherhood. This is our journey in mind, body and soul towards consciousness. We seek clarity, we hunt down the truth, we dive into the discomfort of healing, uncovering shadows and rising out of them back into the new woman that we're meant to be. Beautiful one, I'm currently offering a three-session EFT and somatic-based coaching package. My books are open to take on new clients at the moment. In three short but transformative sessions, which predominantly harness energy psychology tools like EFT and matrix re-imprinting and somatic therapy practices, we will hit the reset button on those subconscious programs, those inner child wounds long-held traumas, and anything else that's running the show for you in the background. Your personal growth, transformation, and healing doesn't have to derail your entire life or become a massive project. So this program allows you to not only learn or relearn powerful and simple tools, but to really open up to a new way of being in your world and to open up to a new experience, a new flow, a new energy within you, and therefore reflected in your daily life. I do have limited spots, so please get in touch now. It's discounted for those that book in January. Head over to Instagram, find me at Claire O Wellness and DM me there directly to book in your complimentary 30-minute soul session where I will get to know you, you will get to know me and we can figure out how to make this beautiful package called Open work as best as it can for you. Okay, let's enjoy today's episode. To say that I am excited to dive into today's episode is an understatement. It's Sunday morning here. It's about 11 o'clock. It looks a little bit apocalyptic outside I think maybe bushfire smoke, maybe clouds, maybe rain coming, please, goddess, please. And I've just been sitting at home pouring words out onto documents. And today I want to talk to you about reparenting your inner child, specifically around the wounding of disallowed joy, disallowed excitement and fulfillment. So let's dive in. Let's talk here first about inner child work. So we all have inner child wounds. We have many inner children within us, the versions of yourself at different ages and stages, split off and caught or frozen in an energy, an attitude, a behavior, a feeling, a wound, an experience. Whether you want it to be or not, this is true for all of us. Whether you have experienced trauma that is classified as a major life event, something that completely redirected the path of your life, we call this big T trauma, something that possibly happened too much, too soon, or too fast, 
or even if you experienced those everyday small T trauma experiences, the daily hurts and the unmet needs. This is true for all of us. We all have inner child wounding in some way. Maybe you're not aware of it. Maybe you don't need to be aware of it just yet. Or maybe you are and it's been coming up to the surface for you. So let's not feel distressed about that. These inner children are beautiful teachers and guides and they want to be brought up and healed. And it's not something that you can force. It's not something that you can make happen. When that part of you is ready to reveal itself and come to the surface and be seen, it will find a way, whether it's through other people, through experiences, through your own reflection and insights, it will find a way that child would come forward and help you see that wounding. It just means that you're now ready to face it and provide healing. So that's why for so many of us, motherhood triggers many of our inner shadows. And in one of the very early episodes of One Woke Mama, I spoke about how being a parent to children triggers us and brings up our shadows. The child or the many versions of the child within you will come to the surface via those experiences that you have or you're having through parenting your own children. It's kind of perfect, isn't it? It's really interesting. I often hear from clients who'll say, like I did, I did so much self-development work before becoming a parent and I thought that I had cleared all the junk out So I was really bamboozled and shocked and unprepared for how much of my own inner pain came forward once I had children. So just remember what I've said. It only comes up when it's ready to be healed. And sometimes you need to actually be in the thick of an experience to face that trauma or that wounding. So that's quite spectacular, isn't it? It's often challenging and painful at times, but beautiful nonetheless. And why do I say it's beautiful? It's beautiful because you get to reparent yourself. You get to provide to that inner child within you what you didn't receive at that time, which has left a gaping wound or hole within you, a void within you as an adult. So you get to close that wound. You get to heal that void. You get to fill yourself up. You're no longer relying on anybody else or placing responsibility on anybody else or even blame on anybody else for that wounding, therefore healing. And in doing that reparenting, what you're doing is healing the wounded child within, redirecting the course of your life, changing how you show up daily, changing your experience of motherhood, of parenthood, of womanhood, of life. And from there, this redirects and shifts how you parent your own child. Let that land. You are shaping a more positive pathway, or shall I say clearing a more positive pathway for your little one or even your big ones. In doing so, you're positively then shaping the impact your child has on this world. That gives me goosebumps instantly. Like, fuck, that's just profound. Let that sink in. Considering the state of our world with its incredible light and dark playing out at the moment, You have the capacity to positively impact the world by how you parent the children who will be integral to that playing out, that dynamic of light and dark. In society, in culture, in education, in community, in connection, in politics, in global climate change, in every way and beyond. (sighs) I just think that's epic. 
And for me, if I really boil down to why I am meant to be a parent, it's got to do with that. Healing myself, therefore providing a different experience for my child. So let me dive into this a little bit further with you. Let me dig into it a bit further. I have had the chance recently to once again face an inner child wound within that has come up frequently since I became a mother. And I've had a chance recently to dig into it with a little bit more... um, What's the word I want to say here? A little bit more traction. I've been able to dig further and farther and actually get somewhere with it. And this is an inner child wounding, a trauma that comes up and is flared up around Christmas time, which is why I want to share it now. I've had enough time from Christmas to here to be able to percolate on this and to offer it. But be very clear with this point. I am still working in this space right now. I am still watching, noticing, reflecting, querying. I am not on the other side of this. I never will be. But I want to show you in real time what I'm experiencing, what I'm learning, what I'm growing through. So here goes. So I'm not sure why, truthfully, but since becoming a parent, I do find Christmas, not so much the lead up, just Christmas Eve in particular and Christmas Day to be quite challenging. Uh, I don't want to say quite challenging. That actually sounds like it's really dramatic. It's not that dramatic. It's an internal experience for me. It's more my energy, my attitude, my thoughts, my being self switches into a slightly more childlike state. Some of the emotions that bubble up, some of the dysregulation within my nervous system, the feelings and thoughts that I have, it's all in an internal state. And of course, that spills out externally because I'm human and because I'm flawed and because I'm vulnerable and because I just, you know, I'm a work in progress. But some of the feelings and thoughts come up. I feel unseen. I feel unheard. I feel neglected. I feel sad. I feel confused. I feel pushed and pulled between this desire to be excited and joyful and the other side of that, which is to disregard it, to disconnect, to resist it, to neg on it, to not want it. So over the years, I've gotten better and better at witnessing this coming up and not spiraling out through this inner child pain, not losing control within it. But it's still there. And eventually, at some point, it comes up between my husband and I. He will reflect back to me, you're really struggling with this, or what was that behavior that you did yesterday, or what was that thing that you said, or what is this about? And this year, he said, quote unquote, something's gone on with you. Something has happened to you. Something is up with you with Christmas. And I said, yeah, there is. There definitely is. I don't actually know what it is, which I'll get to in a second. Uh, But there is something there. So you see, at Christmas for my husband, it is all about joy. He remembers and still experiences pure connection, family bonding, excitement, play. He's not really that fussed about putting up Christmas trees and wrapping presents and that element, but it's the family time. He is full of memories of long hours of playing with his cousins on Christmas Eve, staying up late until midnight, until quote-unquote Santa arrived to deliver presents. There's food, there's laughter, there's ease, there's joy, there's pleasure. It's relaxed. It's lovely. It's just lovely. Me, truthfully, I only remember snippets here and there. I don't actually have any clear blocks. Uh, I don't actually have any like this is how Christmas played out. I can't really fully remember it. So... From a psychological space, we often see that disconnection from memory as a sign of wounding or trauma in some way. So I'm going to explain that and get a little sciencey for you here. 
part of our brain called the hippocampus is what time stamps our memories. So we have an experience. Eventually, our hippocampus will time stamp it and store it in our long-term memory as an explicit memory. It's an external memory. So it's not what I mean by external. It's not in our body. It's in our brain. It's in our mind. We can recall it, pull it up. We can see it and feel it. We can see maybe what we wore, remember who was there, what month or season it was, whether it rained, whether it was cold, what unfolded and how exactly it unfolded, how we felt even. However, if there is some trauma experienced, now in brackets, guys, remember trauma can be a big T or a little T experience. Maybe you as an individual experienced something that felt traumatic or distressing or upsetting What happens in those situations is your hippocampus goes offline and it does not timestamp it. It does not store it as a short-term and then long-term memory. That memory will then likely become an implicit memory. So a more internal experience stored in your body instead of a mind recall memory that you can just pull up. So what happens in your body when you experience something challenging is a whole other explanation for another time. But essentially, within your body, you might freeze that distressing experience in time. But it becomes like a fragment within your working explicit external memory. So you can only maybe recall bits and pieces of it in your working explicit external memory, but you feel it in your body. It's frozen in your body. Your inner child then becomes frozen in time with that experience. And if it happens over and over and over on a regular basis, it's really quite a profound experience, a felt sense in your body of that memory, trauma, challenge, distressing time. So your body holds onto it. There's a powerful book out there called The Body Keeps the Score. Let me give you an example. So, you know, sometimes we feel triggered by something as an adult. We don't know why or what's happened or when we experienced it or what's going on, but our body responds. We might instantly break out into a sweat simply by seeing or hearing something or our heart starts to race or we feel agitated and nervous or on high alert. Our nervous system might kick into fight or flight even though the past is still in the past and you know that cognitively, but something in the present time has triggered you to feel in your body what you perhaps once felt before in the past. So much so that your body cannot tell the difference between past and present. It feels and responds in exactly the same way. So for my husband, he only recalls in his memory and feels genuinely happy and excited for good times around Christmas. It's easy for him to recall and connect connect to Christmas as a time of joy and ease and fun. For me, not so much, and maybe you resonate with that. I want Christmas to be a special experience, and I get really excited to think of what I'm going to gift my children with and to put music on and put the tree up with them and talk to my daughter about the magic of Christmas. And, for example, this year we did a random act of kindness advent calendar so every day we'd count down to Christmas and there would be a new kindness activity for her to do. I love stuff like that. But I can't really recall Christmas as being a time of joy, despite that. I also cannot recall trauma. But there is a knowing in my body, and even as I'm talking to you guys today, I can feel that something went down. Like my husband said, something went down with you, Claire. Something's up. Something about Christmas for you. It's a thing. 
Maybe it happened many, many times, every Christmas, every holiday period. And it feels captured within me as a distressing, anxiety-inducing, ungrounded, unhappy experience. So let me say this. Prior to having children, I never felt this wounding so intensely. I would attend my husband's family Xmas Eve, do and feel so good about it, mostly chilled, you know, a little bit out of my comfort zone, but fine, yeah? Cute children, and as I explained, the right time and right stage to feel something, see something and notice our inner child wounds will come up, and that is what happened for me. It would play out in how I would now show up to Christmas since having children, how I felt about it, the energy, the thoughts and feelings that I was experiencing internally, what I was saying externally, what I was even doing, and underlying and underpinning all of that, this ongoing dysregulation in my nervous system. So feeling ungrounded, feeling a bit scatty, feeling a bit agitated, feeling a bit nervy. I would sometimes have trouble resting easy in seeing my children really light up and get excited and feel, feel fulfilled at Christmas especially. Sometimes in other circumstances, I would notice myself thinking and feeling uh, like I almost wanted to recoil from their joy or I wanted to squash it in some way, which is quite confronting to say that out loud. And it's not like I'm walking around as the Grinch shutting them off from joy, but I would notice it move through me. I would notice the judgment move through me, the annoyance, the confusion, the desire to shut it off and shut it down. So this is what I want to share with you. This is my knowing now, and it's maybe true for you too in some way, maybe not Christmas or maybe some other experience, but perhaps it's because parts of you were not allowed to be joyful, excited, fulfilled. Parts of you were not supported to feel those things. Parts of you were not held through experiences that maybe triggered you. I felt... No, let's say this. I feel that as a child, I felt disconnected from joy and that natural childlike excitement at a similar age. I think my natural state of being is very joyful and very excitable and very happy. And I feel like either that was shut down or it wasn't supported or nurtured or my needs around that weren't met. So this year, five years down, five years, five year Christmas, oh my God, I can't speak all of a sudden. This year, five years in with children and having had a few Christmases now, I've had a much bigger aha moment around all of this. I still can't recall specific memories, nor do I need to, but I can feel very strongly in my body that I was likely and frequently unseen during these specific times around Christmas. The chaos of Christmas Day, the arguments and tension that I can feel in my body, not recall. I can feel that I was possibly unheard. Not surprising for the youngest of a family of seven, but unheard in some way that on repeat has been stored in my system. I can feel that my needs were unmet, whether that was simply not getting the toys and presents that I dreamed of and desired, which, you know, as a child is a big deal. Uh, it's funny because my daughter keeps saying to me, Mummy, I got some great presents at Christmas, but why did Santa not get all my wishes? Which just makes me laugh and I try not to brush that off because I see it's important to her. But I also, um, you know, try to remind her that it's not about getting all the time. That's a side note. 
But I can understand that unmet needs from that perspective for a child. But it can also be simply not receiving the love or the devotion or the attention or uh, the safety in a way that I may have needed as a child. So over the years, I've stored these implicit feelings, these felt senses of unsafe, of disconnection from love and joy, from dysregulation, from unsure, unhappy, you know, unmet needs. And this has then led to my nervous system possibly and most likely switching into a sympathetic mode, so fight or flight response, which as you probably know about me from my past sharing is that was a really easy state for me to be in. I was born into that state. So anything that made me feel unsafe or triggered me in that way would send me into that space, which is then stored and programmed into my system. So Christmas for me brings a lot of that back up. Can I just say like, whoa, I need to take a deep breath. (sighs) That's really powerful sharing all of that. I'm not feeling emotional. I'm feeling uh, almost shaky as I face that out loud with you and I work through that out loud. So let's get into the good stuff. How do we actually reparent all of this? We reparent ourselves to and through our edges gently. Staying connected to that inner child within you as you regulate yourself through your discomfort, through what you're witnessing, through what you're feeling, through what you're seeing and allow yourself to heal that inner child within you or children within you, one of many, I'm sure. To and through that edge, gently, oscillating. Don't sit there and smash through this in one session. And it is a day-by-day process. So for me, firstly, I have to be very transparent about these triggers when they come up to my family, especially to my partner. I am the first to say I'm super triggered by this. I can see that this is my own personal wounding and it's really hard for me to say that but I'm witnessing it with love and I ask you to do so too. Just go gently with me. So I take responsibility for all of my behaviours and actions in my adult state, but I highlight that I can see this has come from something much deeper from the past. Even if I feel so much shame and regret, that's a really big part of the healing. I then do a lot of watching, watching where I'm trying to control elements within the festivities or the experience. When I move into control mode, that is a very sure sign that I'm in my sympathetic nervous system. It's a true indicator that I don't think I'm okay. I don't think I'm okay and I need to control the situation to be okay. The other response I witness is I'm out of here, just like that. I might completely disassociate mentally or emotionally or even physically. Like this Christmas Eve, it got to 7 p.m. I was overwhelmed by my daughter's dysregulation. I was overwhelmed by her neediness and her nonstop questions. And I was overwhelmed by what she was needing from me and I wasn't showing up. And I disconnected. Got to 7 o'clock and I said, I'm going to go now. And I took Rafi straight home, which was always the plan. But the way I did it, was fast and a little bit abrupt and it was a bit shocking to my partner but I had to get out of there my nervous system was so dysregulated and I was not feeling safe and I had to get out of there and it had nothing to do with the environment as it was in present tense the environment was fine it's what my 
body has stored within it as an implicit memory. So anything that maybe is slightly similar to whatever unfolded for me as a child, so for example, my daughter's repeated questions and being on me nonstop and needing me brought something up within me that triggered that wounding that then triggered me needing to run away. Because at some point in my childhood, I learnt that disconnecting in some way was likely safer. It was safer to either be outside of my body, outside of myself mentally or emotionally, or have less contact with my thoughts or my environment or other people. Safe from uncomfortable situations or unpredictable environments. Likely uncomfortable situations or unpredictable environments as a child that I probably wasn't held or guided through. So maybe just thrown into uncomfortable situations crazy, chaotic Christmas days, lots of visitors, whatever's going on that I needed support through and wasn't able to get support. So another thing that I do in reparenting myself through this is naming sensations and naming feelings. Sensations in the body, feelings that I can feel emotionally. Instead of trying to figure it out or judge my feelings and thoughts, staying out of the head and staying with sensation and feeling. That is a really powerful somatic practice and one that will help you to move to that edge, through that edge, regulating yourself within that. So what is regulating yourself in the moment? Physically, breathing deeply, repeatedly, pulling yourself away, taking yourself into a quiet, safe space, moving your body in some way. Go for a walk, sway your body, put on music, sing, dance, get out of your head and shift the energy. Guys, this is actual therapy. It's not just nice things to do that make us feel good. It's actual therapy. It's for your brain. It's for your body. It's for reprogramming. That's really important, that point. So choosing to see your child, inner child that is, as different to who you are today, with a different set of circumstances at a different time, just allowing yourself to witness what's unfolded for you in the past, but also seeing that this is no longer who I am. So how does that relate to your actual child? So also choosing to see your actual child in real time as a different person to you with a different set of circumstances and allow yourself to witness your child's joy and excitement without the discoloration, the discolored lens of your own experiences clouding it. This is also really important. I've had to really objectively witness Soleil and ask myself, is she really in need of saving here? Is she okay? Do I really see that she's unsafe? Or am I projecting my own hurts, pain, discomfort, wounding, fears here? Because my husband doesn't have those fears around Christmas or whatever it is, he often just sees her as totally fine. Totally fine. I sometimes look at her and think, she's not okay. And that's really fascinating to me. Sometimes she's not okay, but mostly she's feeding off my projection. Mostly she's feeding off my energy. Fuck, that's so big for me to say that. Mostly she's unable to regulate herself because I'm not regulated, so she is plugged into my nervous system. Can you see where that unfolds for you too? Can you see, whether it's Christmas or some other time, where this has unfolded for you with your own children? So this is a really important space to be in in this reparenting because it allows you to provide a different experience for your child or to hold space for them to have a different story. 
I'm experiencing a core wound from my past in the present. I acknowledge my inner child's pain and I choose a new reaction for myself and for my family. I'm experiencing a core wound from my past in this present moment. I acknowledge my inner child's pain and I choose a new reaction and a new story for myself and my family. Say that to yourself. So when you're out of the moment that's triggering you in your own time and in privacy, journal through it. Visit the memories if you can identify them. Tease them out if you can, if you want to. Or just come back to your body and feel into it. Continue on an ongoing basis to lovingly and compassionately hold and heal your inner child. And this is where the tools that I use are really supportive. Meditation, mindfulness, stillness. EFT and tapping to work through those memories stored implicitly in your body, clearing them, releasing them, or even just the felt sense in your body, or even just the triggers. Somatic therapy tools, which is bottom-up therapy, so not working with the head, but body work, being in your body, in the felt sense of your body, which allows you to feel into the felt sense of your emotions, your fear, your anger, your shame, your regret, your hurt, your unmet needs, your wounds, honoring them but reminding yourself that you are not that child and can always choose differently. So reparenting is a very gentle and present and conscious process. We as parents are going to experience the shadows of our childhood wounds emerge many times over. But please see this as a powerful, profound and important part of your awakening this consciousness journey that you're on is not about waking up one day and feeling all woke and awesome and perfect and shiny and bright. You will feel that, by the way, but it's not like you flick a switch and it's just there. It's about choosing to heal, to grow, to see, to meet your pain and therefore providing the same opportunity for your children to heal, to grow. And doing this every single day in a small way or in a really big way whatever feels right for you. Your nervous system prefers gentle, small, incremental changes, oscillating, right? Not full throttle, hard and fast. So this is why I'm so mad for the tools that I use and share with my clients, EFT and energy psychology, somatic practices, meditation, mindfulness, gratitude, yoga and movement, these are gateways for healing, for your growth, for your awakening. These are tools that I live and swear by every day and that have provided me with so much support. Because I am not sitting here as a guide and a teacher coming from a perfect space and a perfect place. I'm coming here with my own wounding, with my own inner child battles and triggers and shadows, which is why I know the work that I do is powerful because I'm coming from my own real-time journey. I'm in it. I'm not outside looking in, sharing from an intellectual space. I'm in it. So I'm going to leave it there. That's a lot to digest. It's really big and powerful. And I would love to hear your thoughts and questions. So head on over to iTunes and leave me a comment. Feedback, review would be awesome. Or tag me on Instagram and share this out to your community and share your thoughts and your comments and feedback. 
When you connect with me via this podcast, it really shows me that you're landing with the content that I'm sharing and that it's supporting you and it keeps me inspired to keep going and doing this powerful work. So before I leave you, just a little reminder, as I said at the very beginning, I am currently offering a three-session EFT and somatic-based coaching package called Open. So do get in touch. DM me on Instagram at Claire O Wellness, C-L-A-I-R-E-O Wellness, all one word. And let me know if you'd like to book in a free complimentary session. This package is heavily discounted in January and possibly into the beginning of Feb. So do touch base. One final reminder as well. I have another women's circle coming up in Coogee Beach on February 1st. So stay tuned via Instagram and my newsletter for more news on that. And all my meditation albums are on sale for 25% off. And I've decided to donate 100% of all of those sales directly to the Royal File Service and to Wires for all the animals in need of support during these bushfires. But you may have noticed my website is down. Like seriously, what is going on with that? So I'm going to be extending that sale well into February because I realize that many of you have been messaging me and you can't get on and purchase. So I just wanted to let you know that here and now. So time for me to love and leave you. And as you know, I am one mama on the path to woke and I hope that you choose to wake up with me too.